Hello friends, Mark Myra here, Shane Allen here as well. Welcome to the Gentleman's Club podcast. Shane, New Year's good? Oh yeah. Treat you all right? Uh, I mean, could have been better, Mark. Went out to uh, a party. Well, we went to dinner first with the old lady's parents and that was great and everything. But then we went to, you know, the young kids party, which we're not young anymore. We're all 25, 26 and above. So it's not partying anymore. It's just kind of like sitting around and drinking wine like we don't even drink beer anymore we drink wine yeah no i know i know the feeling i remember when i was like you know 19 20 21 and parties it was like cheapest beer everybody like it was just like a room like we'd go into a person's basement and it's just like let's drink stuff and break his mom's stuff you know And, and that that was a party but now i have a party 28 now got a wife and we and like we spend a hundred bucks on food yeah. Like dips and hors d'oeuvres and stuff. And people come in and they they just come and get diarrhea. And that's it. And then they go home and they have diarrhea the next day. I, that's yeah. all of our parties are. I made I made two dips. And like I just know that there's a difference between like when I was a kid, I would get a bottle of champagne, ironically, to like break at some point during the party. Yeah. But yeah, now sure. we get like expensive champagne. And like I had some the other day and I was like, oh my God, this is really good champagne. I asked them what it was and we talked about the champagne for a while. Never would I have yeah. done that before. Yeah, I I found myself on uh, New it was a New Year's Eve. I didn't do anything. We just watched TV because of the kids. But New Year's Day, there's a party at my parents, and I found myself asking somebody if, um, oh, is this a dry wine or a sweet wine? I prefer I prefer the dry. Whereas, like I said, seven years ago, I would have been butt chugging any box wine that came into thirty feet of me. Yeah, like I didn't give a crap what I was putting down my stupid face. I, my my dad used to get the jugs of wine that were like five bucks. Mm-hmm. Just, I, I'm pretty sure they were made for churches. Like, there's no way that this is sanctioned for home consumption. This is definitely just for churches to buy wine in bulk. My dad would buy that, swipe one of those, and you just finish off a jug of wine. Yeah, no, I. And listen to this move that the the party host did. Her little brother is taking a public speaking class online, which I don't even understand. How's how that even is a thing talk. you're allowed to do? It's just talking quietly to yourself. Yeah. So he's hearing voices. But no, he had to do his like final project, which is he has to do a speech, five-minute speech, in front of an audience of 12. So what you have to do, apparently, is take a video of the crowd, then you take a video of uh, the same video. You don't cut or anything like that. You pan to yourself, and then you do the presentation. So we Wait. had to do this on New Year's Eve, Mark. What was the speech about? It was about ice skates. What the shit happened? <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. Was, I was not told. I was not privy to this information because I definitely wouldn't have gone to this party. And you got to be for serious because this is his grade. It's not like you can yeah. be a jackass so or anything. So here's the thing. They dump this on, a, on us at like 11 o'clock. We're already three sheets to the wind. I don't even know how many sheets is the... That's a lot of sheets, That's Shane. a lot of sheets. <laughs> like Egyptian cotton sheets. Like thousands of drinks, fibers. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. But then they were yelling at us, the host and the the kid who was doing the presentation, like, hey, calm down, guys. It's like, it's New Year's Eve at 11 o'clock. We're all stuffed with dip and champagne. We're not going to be the most cordial of audiences. Are you kidding me? This is the late show at a comedy club right now. You know, we're that... We're hammered. Yeah, that's some, that's some VOD trap stuff right there. That's like some Sound of Music stuff where, hey, we're trying to have a good time. We're trying to have some drinks. 
enjoy some of Shane Allen's dip. And now you want your kids to sing a good night song to us? I got to make eye contact with you after this. You're making all of us feel super uncomfortable. Who's the crappy person that made that, that made their brother do this? Like, whose idea was this? This is, this is her idea. This is the host. This is... I don't know why they decided to do this to us all. We, none of us were happy during that. Everybody, it changed the entire vibe of the party where everybody's like, hey, we're having a good time. LOL, we're having drinking games. And then now let's have a presentation on ice skates, which, by the way, I know I said it was five minutes long. The kid kept on messing up. We sat there for a half an hour, Mark. <laughs> a half hour. And those- That's how I spent the last day of 2015 was learning about stinging ice skates. I'm getting yelled at because I was too drunk at a party where I'm supposed to be drunk at. Did you uh, did you take a public speaking course when you went to college? Oh yeah, nailed uh, it. Yeah, they're such bull crap. Yeah. I did my final project on eating dogs. Dogs, Shane. Wow. <laughs> Got an A plus on it. Thank God that my teacher is a horrible person and was like, yeah, you know, you make some good points about dog eating. Yeah, you made a a lot, You made eye contact. I like the way you use your the hand pyramid. Did you have chin beard? Chin beard. Old guy? Old guy chin beard? No. Uh, I took okay. it at Oswego. Ah, uh, okay. You didn't do the Brockport. Brockport chin beard. No, I had I had some uh, half-time, half, part-timer, half-timer, half-timer. <laughs> I don't know, adjunct professor lady Oh, okay. who really was really tuned out, which by the way, if you're looking for a good grade in a class, go find the adjunct professors because they Perfect. don't care. I, I think I, like this didn't have anything to do with my degree. I had to take some... Law class, I don't know. I had to take a class that had to do with the law. So there was a judge that taught the class. Obviously, an adjunct professor kind of doing it for that that sweet Brockport side money. Yeah. Because apparently when you're a judge, you really need some extra cash. Yeah. It's not Fresh Prince judge status. This dude, (laughs) this dude, like I didn't show up for the last two weeks because I used to do this horrible thing where if I was doing bad in the class, I'd go, ah, screw it. And I would just clear out my schedule for the next couple of months and not take the end of the class, mm-hmm. which instead of a failing grade, you just get like a not incomplete or not completed, which is worse than a fail. It's bad. It's a bad thing to do. You don't want to do that when you're in college. So I was, I was doing that with this class. I was like, ah, I'm going to fail this class anyways. ways. I don't understand what's going on. And I just didn't show up. I got a B plus in it. What? I didn't take the final. I didn't hand in a final project. This dude was just going through and just handing out grades. Dude, you want to go adjunct professor. I've always I wanted to do it. Uh, the ballsy move. I always heard that professors basically they only have time to read like the first page of papers. And I was told that there's some urban legend out there, some hero that turned in like a 40-page paper, only wrote on the first page, got an A on that sucker. I always wanted to do that. First and last page, put nothing, just hieroglyphics in the middle of that. But. Yeah, college professors, this it's a lot different than real, they're not real teachers. Mm-hmm. You know, they, I feel like they grade a lot more based on, you know, there's a syllabus, but they grade more based on feeling, you know? Like, do you talk to them? Do you hang, like, there's a lot of classes. I didn't do a lot of homework, but there was one guy, I talked trains with him. Ask me I, I, what I know about trains. It's nothing. I okay. know nothing about trains. Okay. I know that in Chai Lai, there's this one railroad track where a bunch of dudes train watch. Oh. Just they, they watch the okay. trains. I thought that you ran a train on somebody. Didn't run a train on it. No. <laughs> Not the sexual move. Okay. So I talked trains with him. I got a B plus. I didn't do anything in that class. It's all about finding what they like. State Talking schools. to trains. State schools. It's all bullshit. <laughs> well, even, even, uh, even you go to the private schools... You know, they're just, a lot of those teachers are there just for their own, 
like their own interests. You know, they're there because the state funds their their writing, you know, get their writing in a journal or something. And it looks good that they're a professor. They don't want to teach. Yeah. You're, like you're a crappy fraternity and sorority person. Like they don't care about you. They don't care about your education. Just you can, And also to be fair, we were in communication majors, which they right. they know. They know that it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like doctor school like like medical doctor school is different than communications. Yeah. School. Any liberal arts you can really you can fake your way. We we took our, our degrees are what athletes take just to coast yeah you know like we were coasting we're not athletes yeah and <laughs> like I, we were doing the workout and part. i had to spend so much time <laughs> to get the degree S- speaking of uh being terribly out of shape shane have, is your timeline on facebook filled with those 12 second videos of like how to make chicken parm no, I don't. I get the videos, but it's it's just the most indulgent thing. It's just like how to inject cheese into other blocks of cheese. Yeah, there's these 15, 20 second videos where they show real fast instead of like a recipe. They show really fast how to make like it's yeah, it's it's always like Pillsbury dough stuffed spinach bread with cheese. Yeah. And they, they just like whoosh, 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 yeah. real fast, real fast. Done. It's uh-huh. that easy. And I'm just wondering if everybody's seeing this, if this is a virus that's hit everybody, or if it's one of those things where Facebook like knows me at this point and goes, oh, this would be perfect for him to watch. Yeah, well, I, we went through it before, right? The targeting, the Facebook targeting things. Yeah. Where you can see what Facebook thinks you're into, and mine exclusively was food. Like, pretty much, it was ridiculous right. how much food stuff I was into. So, I think, yeah, I think it's on Facebook. And I know, and I look at all these, these the, the thing is, like, they're supposed to be super easy recipes, so I think you're right. All it is is they take a food and then deep fry it and put cheese in it. Yeah. Like, that's all the thing is. It's like... You know, pepperoni monkey bread. And I guess monkey bread is just molten cheese, like with one piece of bread in it yeah. and a thing of pepperoni. And you just put the cheese into your face. I saw one today. It was a pie, pie crust. And I was like, wow, nobody's been really making uh Nobody's touched the pie crust game since pie crust was first made. Like pie crust <laughs> sucks, right? What? Pie crust is terrible. Okay. All right. Nobody's well, I'm going to hear you. I disagree. Right. But I'll hear Here's you. Here's what out. they did. It's a cinnamon bu- bun. Pie crust. Cinnamon rolls. They r- rolled cinnamon rolls all uh, over this pie thing. It was incredible. I see. All they're, well, all they're doing is they're just taking Pillsbury bakery products, baking products, and then just adding crap to it. You know, so they'll take the cinnamon rolls. It's like, smash this up and put more cinnamon on it. And then mm. you got cinnamon crazy rolls. I don't, uh, pie crust sucks, man. So I saw this thing on your Facebook. Uh what, you, you're involved with Pontillo's Pizza now? What's no, going on? <laughs> not getting the Pontillo money. Here's the deal. Got a text from Alicia, a nice picture message with my face on it, and posing for a, a picture with a sheet pizza. And she's like, Do you what's usually you- pose with the pizzas you're about to eat? I don't, it's more classy nude photos uh, <laughs> in my bedroom. But um, no, we don't. I don't even remember taking this picture, but this is what pops up when you Google Pontillo's East Ave in Rochester, we are the face of Pontillos. That's insane. Me and my friend, and we, I sent it to them, and they had no records an entire day to uh, figure out when, when that picture was taken, where it was taken. We were blackout drunk, so drunk we ordered an entire sheet pizza for three people, <laughs> and we ate all of it. 
We're monsters. And they shouldn't have us as the face <laughs> right. of their company. But it's a it's a good looking photo. But when you uh, if you if you Google you like Shane Allen, yeah. does that pop up? That no. pizza? No, nothing pops up. Oh, okay. It's just like a fat British guy. Because if you Google me, like we, we've talked about this before, it still is. And I'm trying. Are you Googling yourself right now just to see? No. Just to make, okay. Yeah. If you, it's still all the anti-cancer stuff. Like I'm still, they're still worrying or talking about how I, I hate people that have cancer, well, yeah, which isn't true. You're a monster. Which I don't believe is true. <laughs> that Pontillo's, from what I hear, closing down another pizza shop coming to town. So I was a pizza model for like Half a, a week. I don't even know how long that picture has been up. I'm starting to think that uh, maybe I'm the reason why pe- that <laughs> store is closing down. Well, yeah, if you Google search Pontillo's and you see my fat face with a sheet pizza, you kind of lose your appetite a little bit, I think. Uh, speaking of horrible people, uh, affluenza teen. So this is the kid that killed a bunch of people in a DWI uh, car crash two years ago when he was 16. And the reason he got... He got uh, he well, he didn't get the the jail time because they said that he was too rich. Like he lived his life with no consequences, so how could he possibly realize the consequences of his actions? Yeah, and he broke his parole. He had parole rather than jail time by going into Mexico, and they, in Mexico, like, but but not not bad Mexico. Like there's Mexico City where they just got a new mayor, mm-hmm. and she was shot the next day. Not like bad Mexico. He was in America, Mexico, where we've taken the people, the indigenous people, and we say, hey, serve us hors d'oeuvres. Serve us whatever is on those 12-second videos on Facebook. And so he was partying in Mexico. That's where he got caught. But I kind of am believing more and more that he has this affluenza thing because I saw in one of the articles that his mom picked up the tab, the bar tab at the strip club that he was in in Mexico. Yeah, and this is Mexican strip clubs. Mom picked up the tab. It's coming out that mom actually plotted the escape to Mexico. This seems like mom is doing everything. Is ever, doing everything. Yeah. Well, besides the whole running over and killing four people. Right. But isn't it nice how rich people escape or like are on the lam? I feel like if if, you, if me or you murdered somebody, Shane, yeah. like our escape would be, you know, going to Kentucky and living in the sewers. For seven years and just living off the algae that grows on the poop. Yeah. Like that's how we would. And his escape is freaking some paradise in Mexico where he's going to strip clubs. Yeah. And he dyed his hair and he wore a fake beard, I think. Like that's pretty awesome. But <laughs> why was he fleeing to begin with? What's he, he was just on probation, right? He was on probation. He had to go to a pro- parole officer. You know, once I'm get, even if it's once a day, is that really that bad in your but, life? Yeah, you just how, show up and you go, hey, the dude, he's swimming in money. Like, how bad is your probation? Your house arrest is amazing. You essentially live at Disneyland. You're so rich, like, right? You couldn't deal with that. You had to flee to Mexico to so you can hang out with strippers with your mom. Super weird. This kid's terrible. All right, Shane, let's do it. Time to rate inanimate objects. That's where we go through. we got a list of inanimate objects, and uh, just in general in life, we, we rate them. Okay. All right, so we're going to kick this bad uh, this bad boy off with smartphones. Smart- where do you rate smartphones? What are we doing this out of? Uh, out of 10. 10. 10 out of 10? Give it a 10 out of 10, Mark. Smartphone has changed my life. I'm addicted to it. Anytime it uh, gets near uh, the end of battery life, I have an anxiety attack. Every time it's dead. 
I I still kind of check it. You know, it's just dead in my pocket, but I'll pull it out just to, like, keep that rhythm going in my life. It's changed bathroom time for me uh, altogether. I spend so much more time on the toilet. Quality time on the toilet. But it's it, they're amazing. It is, it is crazy with the battery life thing. Like, you get a fresh new iPhone, that and the battery, it, it lasts all day. Yeah. It's good. You're, you're floating at like 30% at midnight and you're yeah. like, Christ. And then after a while, it just starts dying and dying. It's like it's like shoes, the sole of the shoe starts wearing down. And it's unfortunate that smartphones have to be that way. Why you got to play us like that, smartphones? I, I don't even. And here's the other thing. The only reason I would ever deduct a point from the smartphone is just from the chargers. Because mm-hmm. for some reason, this happens with all cell phones. Where eventually you gotta start working some weird angle into the cord. You gotta wrap the cord around your phone. Oh so yeah. You have to like hang it from the side of your table a little bit just to get that right angle to, to make it get work. that power. I don't. I don't even understand why that happens. I don't get it. Yes. But uh, it's still. If I could rate it more than ten, I would. Yeah. You we, know what? I will. Fifteen out of ten. My wife and I. We don't even make. We don't make eye contact anymore. We don't. We'll have conversations where we're just not even looking at each other, and we're just on our smartphones. Um, it's pretty much just flat out my reason for living. I'm giving it a ten out of ten as well. It's uh like I'm so plugged into the system now, the system of just smartphones and and social media and life, and I'm I like it like. Yeah. If, I, if I was that guy, remember in the first Matrix movie, there's that one guy that just, he wants the stake. He he wants the stake. Like he is yeah. out of the Matrix and he wants to go back in, and he gets a deal where he gets to go back into that Matrix. I would be that guy. Like if you could tell, if if you if I had to go my life without a freaking smartphone, you'd find me hanging from the the Golden Gate Bridge. I'd make that trip just to hang from there. Like I need my smartphone and I want to be plugged into the system. That, give me the facade of I've, smartphone. I've had the brush. I've had the brush of being Neo. Like I've had like my phone you break down. You could have been the one. <laughs> like I've I've been out of the Matrix for a little bit. Like the phone has been broken for a week, or like I go somewhere camping where I don't have any signal, and I'm thinking like. At the end of the week, I'm like, wow, I did it. I don't need my phone anymore. Maybe I should just live my life without phone. Hold on. Let me just check all of my messages real quick. And boom, I'm right back in. Dude. Yeah, I can't live without it. When I went on my honeymoon, it was on a cruise. And cruises are, are all fake because it's not like you, you. It seems like you're on the open sea, but you are literally like a hair a hair of a degree away from seeing coastline. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're, you're just right on the coastline. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but they don't get any reception or, or it's, it's like the international waters reception. So basically Nothing. if you, well, if you turn, if you use your phone, it's going to cost lots and lots of money. And yeah. I did it so much. <laughs> Dude, I, I, it was like a $300 bill when I got home because oh, yeah. of all the data that I used because I just, I had Dude, to see the penis jokes on Facebook. I don't know how that works at all with the towers and the satellites and all that stuff, but that arbitrary line where we cross from Canada into Canada, we have to shut off our, our phones. So it's going to be a hundred million dollars. Yeah. When I look at my phone and I see Roger's communication, I'm like, I know I'm going to, I know I'm going to use you. I'm going to yeah. use you and you're, you're an expensive, yeah. ex- expensive whore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm going 10 out of 10. Smartphone. Ten out of ten. That was the best. I need it. Uh, V-Nex. Where are you at with V-Nex? V-Nex, uh, I give it the a... T-shirts. I give it a one out, of, 1 out of 10, Mark. Yeah. And here's why. I'm a chubby fella, all right? Okay. V-Neck, it just makes it look like I'm trying to show off my cleavage. Right. Like, that's it. And I don't like how... Because I, I only wear the V-Nex underneath other shirts. And I, apparently, I only get the deep Vs because you can't see it. So it just looks like I'm not wearing a shirt... Underneath, because you know, like the wear the button yeah. down shirt, you drop a couple buttons. 
And it's like, oh man, Shane doesn't wear an undershirt. Look at this disgusting it person. You, it's like, no, I'm wearing a V-neck. Yeah, it makes you look like a European gigolo or something. Yeah, like I have a little tuft of ch- like chest hair that pops out of the V-neck. Yeah, yeah right Not there. For me. I got yeah. it. Not for me. Well, yeah, I give it a one out of 10 as well. I don't like that I have two options now. Like my drawer, I got the regular crew cut shirt. Now I got the V-neck. And they all these V-necks, they, they all go, they like... They go down to my navel and they kind of give me like J-Lo cleavage. Like you can see the the part of my breast yeah. actually start to pop out and very hairy. And it does, and like as a person that's hairy and part Italian, it does make me look like I'm trying to be like Guido Fab, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, one out of 10, not digging the V-neck. Pass. Where, uh, what do you, what do I even write here? Oh, Spork. Spork. How do you feel about Sporks? It's my favorite utensil, Mark. Besides the chopstick, the chopstick makes me feel like I'm impressive. Because I always go to Chinese restaurants with people and they go like, oh, I don't know how to use a chopstick. I'm like, whoa, check this out. Boom. I can do it. But Spork covers all your bases, man. The fork and the spoon. I'm just, the only part that makes me sad is that the knife isn't involved in there. Because I would really love a spoon knife if they just made one. They have them. They do? Where they got one edge with a serrated blade. I didn't know this. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not it's a in. game changer. I'm I'm okay with the spork. It's three out of ten with me. Less wasteful because you don't have to buy forks and you don't have to buy spoons. But it just it just ruins the spoon. It's it's a lackluster fork. And also, if you're gonna basically, it's good for shoveling stuff into your mouth, and you're just gonna hurt yourself. It's uh, basically yeah. making it more uh, dangerous. Every for once your in a while, experience. you do forget because I, I only run into the spork. At a Wendy's, I'm gonna be honest with you. And uh, sometimes I'll be eating my chili, and I'll forget that I'm rocking the spork, and all of a sudden I'll just get a nice little spike into the tonsils. Yeah, yeah. How deep are you putting this chili? I, as far as down my gullet as I can get. <laughs> I don't like chewing. Um, Snuggies, Snuggies. Uh, haven't seen them. That, that's a fad that died. That died a hard death. The Snuggie. I haven't seen them in a while. I had one, and I'm gonna give it to you right now. Two out of ten. Garbage product. It is a garbage, garbage. product. I, it is nice that you can have a robe that if you want to take. Apparently, if you want to take a dump on your couch. You won't ruin your your robe. Yeah. Um, but I, I I think it was a smart thing to make the snuggie. Uh, Americans love like we're so rich compared to the rest of the country that we love we let we buy stuff as a joke. We love buying like novelty items. I have three shake weights. <sighs> then no way is that thing meant to make you stronger or would anybody use it for real exercise. But I've 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 bought one myself mm. and a couple of people bought them for me. I just have shake weights in my house. I had a snuggie. Sharknado? Remember the show Shark the, 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 the movie, movie yeah. Sharknado. It, there's no message there. Nobody's learning anything. I guarantee you they hardly made any money off of it, but people watched it. We are so rich that we're able to be ironic with our money. Yeah, we just consume garbage. And I, I by the way, I only give it a 2 out of 10 for the commercials, Mark, because the Snuggie commercials, fantastic, making all the families look like they're in one weird cult together. I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. Wow. Because I'm saying it's just, it's like we, we should be blessed that we have this. You know, it might be a negative thing, but it's nice. It's like gout. Like gout's kind of like a rich man's food. It's like, oh, you don't walk around a lot and you get to eat like, you know, super expensive meats, yeah. cured meats. Yeah, I'll take gout any day. I'll raise you one better than the Snuggie. I don't know if you saw this. They have an inflatable hoodie now. You can take a nap uh, forever. And somebody commented, I was like, uh, hey, we should give this to homeless people. And some guy was like, fuck you. I want these. Give me all of them. It's amazing. Um, uh, drive-throughs, like fast food drive-throughs with the two speakers. 
The two entrances to the drive-thru. How do you feel about those? Oh, I am confused. I'm so confused by them. I don't know which one to go to. I'm always afraid when I get up the to them one? that they're, somebody's going to like sneak in. Like if they're ordering at the same time, yeah. that boom, they're going to get my order. I don't know how they keep track of it. It's I'm too much you. anxiety. Dude, I, I give them a five out of ten. I'm always amazed, though, that they get it right because it's always one of those things where it's like me and another guy, we finish at the same time like ordering so, but he gets in front of me I'm like oh my god what have I ordered before you I'm gonna get you know his double cheeseburger when I want my double cheeseburger you yeah. know something's gonna mess up but they always get it right so I'm amazed that they're able to do that but I also feel like it's a bit of a facade because it never goes any faster like, like compared to the one drive through window and the, the, compared to the two I don't feel like it goes any faster at all well it does give you like an extra second though to figure out your order because here's the thing with the drive through you pull up to it, and you're expected to know exactly what you want as soon as you get up there, which I'm fat. I usually know what I want, but sure. sometimes I want an extra second, and I don't want to be the awkward person at the drive-thru going like, oh, can you just give me a minute? I want to get in there. I want to get out of there. So while you're hovering at the other board, you got another second to look over and like, oh, see a special. Oh, an extra long cheeseburger? <laughs> I'll try two of those. So what are you, what are you giving it? For the confusion... Um, I'll give it five. Give it a five. Okay, out of so 10. we're both at five out of ten. Man, okay. we agree on the, wow. a lot of these. Wow. Votive candles. Be honest with you, Mark. I don't know what the difference between a votive candle and a regular candle is. Is that the, just the big one? I th- no, I think the votive candles are like the, the. Is that a brand? No, no, no. Votive candles are kind of like the smaller ones, a little larger than a tea a teacup candle, but not as as long as a normal candle. A votive so, candle more short and fat. Uh, so it's like the ones that like fit in a shot glass. Yes, shot glass candles. Uh, not for me, Mark. Not for me. Uh, and here's why: tea light, perfect size for a candle. It's one-time use. If I fall asleep, don't have to worry about it lighting my house on fire. It's too small to do any damage. This one, it's a little too big. Too much wax for me. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> too much wax. Too much wax. So how much? Are you, what are you giving it out of ten? I'm gonna give it a three out of ten, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I I kind of agree with you. Tea light is nice because. You want to take a nice bath? You, they can float in the water. How sexy is that? Try to float a votive candle. I'll tell you something. You're not. You're Can't not going to be able to float a votive candle. Yeah. So. With the tea light, they come in their own little container. You don't even need a candle holder. And I'm a garbage person, so I don't have any of those. So I can just light those suckers all around my room and pretend like I'm having a romantic <laughs> experience with my, my girl. And the fact that like normal candles kind of come in, in, a, in a set of one. You know, you go to Yankee Candle and you get, oh, fresh fresh summer linens. And you buy that for 30 bucks. It's like its own thing. It has dignity. Votive candles come in like a bag of 30. Like you need 30 candles. What, what are you doing in your life where you need 30 candles? Unless you're working for a church, you don't need that many candles. They're the whore of the candle world. I, I'm giving it a one out of 10. Yeah. Not a big votive guy. I'll give it a three just because I don't even know what they are really. So, <laughs> so it was really unfair yeah. for you to be too harsh on them. Yeah. Right, that's a podcast, right? Oh, yeah. You can listen to us Monday through Friday, 3 until 7 on 94.1 The Zone, and subscribe on iTunes. All right, bye. So I talked trains with him.